everyone. Welcome to Made to Dream. I'm your host, Maya Chanel, and here we share stories from women around the world to empower, encourage, and inspire young girls and women to dream without limitations. Today, I have the ultimate pleasure of speaking with Ms. Janine Wirtz. She's all the way from Germany, and I'm so excited to hear her story. She's a psychotherapist and a clinical hypnotherapist, and she's even coined the name the Trauma Whisperer. So I'm excited to get to know a little bit more about that backstory and how she got that name, how she found this way, and how she found this path in her life. So hi, Janine. How are you? Hi, Maya. I'm well, thanks. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. So I want you to go ahead and tell the audience a little bit more about yourself and let them know a little bit more about what you do. Sure. So as you mentioned, I'm a licensed psychotherapist, a clinical hypnotherapist and coach. And my area of specialty is trauma, PTSD, and helping people deal with the emotional baggage from painful life experiences. So I myself experienced a traumatic childhood. I was raised by a mother who was traumatized and unfortunately back then in the day didn't receive the help necessary. So I know firsthand mm -hmm. that trauma shows up in every part of our lives. It affects the way we parent. It affects our relationships. It even affects how much success we'll have in our careers. So when I had after a traumatic childhood, it was actually the day that I got my driver's license when I was 18 years old. At that time, I was living in South Africa and I decided to go out to celebrate the fact that I had reached this milestone. I was so excited and I never made it to the restaurant because I actually survived a hijacking, kidnapping and attempted wow. at gunpoint that night. And about a week after that, this was before social media and, you know, a friend of mine who didn't know what had happened to me, I was waiting in my car, you know, the police had a big shootout, I got my car back. I was sitting on a parking lot waiting in my car and a friend, as a joke, sneaked up on my car and hit his hand down on my driver window. And in that moment, I had like this almost out of body experience. You know, I was getting heart palpitations. It felt like I couldn't breathe. It was just, you know, like blood rushing through my ears. I was just like oh, overcome with fear, paralyzed mm -hmm. by fear. And I decided, well, I need to go and see someone because mm -hmm. I'm only 18 years old. I'm just basically starting out, you know, this adventure mm -hmm. of adult. I don't want to live my life like this. And right. uh, I then went to go see a therapist who diagnosed me with PTSD. And mm -hmm. that sort of started my interest in how trauma affects people, how it shows up. And when mm -hmm. I then had the opportunity later on to become a therapist, I knew that I wanted to specialize in trauma and I knew that I wanted to work with women because as women, mm -hmm. we are basically taught subconsciously from a young age that we need to look after everyone else first. Right. That our family is doing well, that our children are doing well. And very often we put ourselves lost. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not the first ones to reach out and seek help. And I decided mm -hmm. that I wanted to change that narrative. Mm -hmm. 
Wow, that is an inspiring story. Like you don't like the first the first thing is you think that that will happen to you. Like that is like a horror story movie experience. And the fact that you were strong enough to go ahead and seek help is a commitment in itself. And the next point I want to make is you you talked about how as women we're like taught to take care of everyone and kind of put ourselves last. And I just want to point out the fact that I've talked to women all over the world on this show here, and it still stands true, no matter your cultural, economic, your social status, um, whatever country you're in, it stands true that women are taught to be selfless and to not take care of themselves, to take care of, put everyone above themselves. And I think that you know, that has to change in some some shape or form. It has to change where as women, we stand up for ourselves and we take care of ourselves. We have a little bit of time to ourselves because honestly, why not? (laughs) Well, it's very true. You know, when I get very busy, you know, I'm married, I have three children, I run Mm -hmm. my own business. If I get too busy and I don't have that time for myself, I know that I'm not showing up as my best self. I'm not as patient. You know, I know that I'm not being the best therapist that I can be. I'm not being the best wife, the best mother, because I feel that I'm not getting what I need. And changing that for women and making them realize that, you become so much better when you give to yourself first. Right. You only know that for sure once you experience it. Because when people tell me, oh, well, I can't get up half an hour earlier. I'm like, just try it for a week. Just try it for a week. You know, and it doesn't always have to be first thing in the morning. It can also be last thing once you've put your children to bed, having that half an hour where you read or you journal or you meditate or do some yoga, something that feeds your soul, that gives you energy. And it's that little nudge to yourself to say, I'm worth this. I've Mm -hmm. looked after everyone else and now I get to look after me as well. Most definitely. I agree. I agree. I think we have to take time for ourselves, just like you. If you weren't able to go seek help for yourself to take care of your take care of Janine first, you wouldn't be in the position you were in now to be able to help other women go through their experiences because you would still be experiencing um, that hurt, you know, that guilt, that all of all of the emotions that you experience in that situation, you would still be experiencing that and you wouldn't be able to be a gift to others and be able to create this business for yourself. So well, exactly. I think that's really important in itself. Yeah. So, and oh, go ahead, go ahead. One thing that my therapist said to me in that first um, meeting on that first appointment, cause you know, they get a history and find out why you're actually there ask you about your childhood and all of that. And something that he said to me changed my point of view completely. So what my therapist said to me that changed my entire perspective is he said, Janine, I believe the resilience you were forced to create and 
in, endure because of your childhood actually ended up saving your life. Mm. Because when my attacker held a gun to my head and said, take off your clothes, it was as if something in me just exploded in that moment. You know, we often talk about the fight, flight or freeze reaction. Mm -hmm. My default setting happens to be fight. And he said to me, you've been trained your entire life that you can only count on yourself. So when Mm -hmm. it came to a real life or death situation, you decided to bet on yourself, to choose Mm -hmm. yourself regardless of what the outcome might be. Mm -hmm. He said to me, doing that because they're so used to people crying, begging, pleading and doing what they want by me saying that and mm-hmm. refusing, I completely changed the script. I could see it in his face. He was so shocked and surprised. Like, this is not how it's supposed to go. And that <laughs> changed the whole situation. Mm-hmm. And that came from me having this belief my entire life that only I stand up for myself. Only mm-hmm. I have my own back. Right. So that was the first moment that I ever had gratitude for Mm -hmm. my experiences because had I had this perfect upbringing with a white picket fence and this picture book family, maybe I Mm -hmm. wouldn't have the courage to say that. And we might not even be having this conversation today. Right. Wow. I love that, you know, through your life experiences, you've been able to bring bring about a sense of strength and it essentially saved your life. So I think, you know, teaching that to other women, teaching them their own power, teaching them to have strength in themselves, that can save so many lives. It could make so much, so many other women happier with themselves. And I think it could definitely make a difference in this world. Um, so when you're going through situations like that, is it something that you, um, I don't, I wouldn't say, I guess you don't forget about it. It's kind of like you learn to live with it a little bit easier. How does that process work? Well, for me, having that gratitude helped a lot. And Mm -hmm. for me, I just decided that the cycle stops with me because Mm -hmm. my mother had experienced trauma and didn't receive help. I knew firsthand that that does not make for great parenting. And I wasn't willing to live out that pattern in my own life with my own children. Mm -hmm. I just decided this stops with me and I'm going to take the responsibility to do whatever it takes Mm -hmm. because I don't want my children to have a childhood they need to recover from because I wasn't willing to do the work. Mm -hmm. Wow. That is, that's actually powerful because I think a lot of women feel like we have to kind of sweep things under the rug and just pull it together because we have a family to raise when you don't realize that just sweeping it under the rug creates an even greater problem and can essentially affect how you're doing things in your life and you don't even realize it. Exactly. So what do you suggest for women like that? Well, I think the first thing is to change the way you think about trauma and healing. 
You know, a lot mm. of women have this fear that going on that self-discovery healing journey is going to open Pandora's box and they're going to be worse off. But what I teach my clients and being a trauma specialist, you can imagine I hear the worst of the worst stories. Women right. that have been abused, you know, mm. uh, that have experienced sexual assault. And I always tell them the worst part, you've already survived. Now right. you have earned that story and now you get to choose. Are you going to let that be your entire story or are you going mm -hmm. to make it one page of your story and you're going to decide right. how you're going to write the rest of that story because mm -hmm. just because something happened to you and that is absolutely not your fault mm -hmm. you do play a part in healing from that and that starts with one decision to say okay this has happened to me this is a fact you cannot change that but how this ends and how this is going to affect me, that I can control. Mm -hmm. Right. Sometimes I feel like just talking about it, talking it out with someone that understands you and that is not going to judge you and just give you, gives you a safe place to express your emotions. I feel like that in itself is healing because a lot of times when we're going through something, we may have someone we can talk to, but if they don't necessarily understand what we're going through or maybe have been through their own experiences, it may be a little bit harder for them to heal from that process. Yeah. And unfortunately, the way things have been for women the last 20, 30 years is that hasn't always been possible. Very often right. when I start working with a client, I'm the first person they tell their story to. Wow. Which is so sad because they've never been in the, the position where they feel safe enough to do that. And we need mm -hmm. to change that. Right. Most you definitely. know, because what a, what a lot of women don't realize is they feel so alone and isolated and think they're the only one, but they're not. Mm -hmm. One out of three women has endured some sort of abuse or assault in her lifetime so you are absolutely not alone in mm -hmm. a circle of four friends one to two of you will have experienced something but because we don't share those stories or we mm -hmm. don't have the safety to do that in a loving non-judgmental way we mm -hmm. are sitting right next to each other suffering right we could change that whole environment Mm -hmm. I totally agree. So for anyone that may be seeking a career possibly in therapy, how would you say that you get through? I know you talked about, you hear some very traumatic stories. How do you as a person, um, just hearing those different stories, and I know some people may take it on as their own emotions, the impacts, how do you stay healthy and make sure that your mental health is intact during the, your profession? So what a lot of people might not realize is most therapists uh, have therapists. <laughs> <laughs> so we have that professional feedback where we are making sure that we are showing up in our, as our best selves and creating that environment where our clients are getting the best possible help. The second thing is what we discussed earlier is making sure that I take care of me first. 
Mm -hmm. You know, because this work fulfills me like nothing else. You know, I had a corporate mm -hmm. career for many years before I became a therapist. And mm -hmm. the work that I do now, you know, when I tell people I don't have a bad day at work, they're like, mm -hmm. please come now. And <laughs> because for me, knowing that I get up and when I show up as my best health, the people that I help, mm -hmm. they leave me better off than when they came to me. And how can mm -hmm. that, knowing that, how can that make me have a bad day? Mm -hmm. It provides me right. with a fulfillment on a soul level that mm -hmm. I don't get doing any other work. Mm -hmm. you know? So I always say to them, even if I had to win the lottery, I would still do this work. That is yeah. how passionate I am about it. You know, I will probably yeah. do the work until I die because <laughs> For me, it's so important to mm -hmm. change the narrative for women. So right. getting fulfillment and living with purpose mm -hmm. is so important. I see so many women that come to me that are completely burnt out, that have this feeling that they lost. They don't know what to do with their lives. They don't know what their purpose is. And knowing that and doing work that matters mm -hmm. changes everything. Definitely. I think finding your passion, your purpose is even if it's not creating your own business, but if you find your passion, your purpose in anything that you do, I think that'll make your life so much more enjoyable, so much more, you know, fulfilling and easier to work with. Um, is it true? I heard that most therapists have to take maybe like a year or so off um, just to help heal themselves. Is that true? I think that a lot of therapists or people that decide to become therapists or healers of some sort, they usually have a story and they do a lot of the healing. Like for me, I did a lot of my healing work before I became a therapist. You know, right. I started seeing a therapist at the age of 18 straight after my attack. So a lot of that was happening long before I became a therapist. Right. So it doesn't mean that you have to go through that. And it also depends how affected you are by it. You know, there are so mm -hmm. many factors that play a role in how someone will be affected. You know, what kind of childhood did they have? What is their resilience level? Are they impasse? Are they very sensitive? Because that mm -hmm. affects how people take on things. So right. I think it's, it comes down to the individual. I did not take a year off to heal. I did most of my healing before because I knew that to do specifically this kind of work with trauma, I'm the mm -hmm. one that's holding the space for my clients. And I want to be sure that they are getting someone who is responsible, ethical, has integrity and who has done the work. Because having mm -hmm. done the work, gives you a completely different perspective than learning something out of a book. Most definitely. I totally agree because you can, you can talk about your own experiences to help others. And I think that's important in itself. So if you had to say one thing to women around the world to inspire them to just dream without limitations, what would it be? 
I believe that every single person is put here for a reason. And everything that we go through teaches us about ourselves. And when you're willing to do the work, you can use whatever has happened to you, no awful, no matter how awful it's been, mm-hmm. to teach other people. And I'm not saying that anyone that's ever experienced trauma now needs to become a therapist or that, but maybe right. it inspires you to become a yoga teacher or it inspires you to hold space for a friend, a sister, a neighbor, a cousin who needs that safe environment to tell their story, who wouldn't be able to do it if you weren't there to provide it. So Mm -hmm. look for those opportunities and find work that sets your soul on fire. Most definitely, I totally agree. I agree with, you know, that whole spill where it's like you have to find what it fulfills you and fulfills your life's purpose. Um, So I know that before we got on here today, we talked about um, a free gift that you want to give to the audience, but I do want to give you also the opportunity to allow them to know if they want to contact you for services, if they want to um, contact for your business or just follow your journey, how can they do that? And then you can share your free gift that you have for them as well. Sure. So I have a free support group for women on Facebook that is called Heal and Transform Your Life. And I work really hard to create that safe, non-judgmental space for women who are interested in healing. So they can go there and they are surrounded by the sisterhood. I call them warrior women because those women are tough. They've experienced things and they've come out on the other end to hold that space for them. On social media, I'm always Janine Worth with an I, not an O. So I'm on Instagram. It's therapist underscore Janine Worth. On Facebook, you'll find me therapist Janine Worth. And my website, of course, is JanineWorth.com. Awesome. So we'll have all of that linked in below in the show notes, um, as well as any description. Um, we'll have that quiz for anyone who does want to take it. We'll have our Facebook group, all those things. And if you want to connect with Jean, Janine, go ahead. But we thank you once again, Janine, for sharing your story with us today. I believe that so many women will be touched and essentially healed by hearing your story, hearing how you overcame a traumatic experience by finding your power, finding your strength and owning it. Uh, We thank you, everyone, once again for tuning in. Again, this is Made to Dream. I'm your host, Maya Chanel, and we'll see you next time.